is up, man, it's time to stop the show. John Tanner, Ryan Rogers, DJ Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. You tuned in to the track stop. Hey, yo, what's cracking? It's your man, LeCray, a.k.a. Crazy Crayola, the bond servant. Right now, you listening to the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and Jeremiah. I see you, boy. Hold it down. Yeah. Hey, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right. This segment is sponsored by the Spin Awards. The Spin Awards, y'all, is going down this Saturday, October 23rd. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Uh, in Atlanta, we are nominated for four categories. So shout out to the Track Stars, uh, everybody in the Track Stars universe who helped support us through that. Yep. All right. We got a very special guest with us today. Yeah. Maya's in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, up? Yeah. What's up? What's up? What up? Maya's always a guest host with us all the time, but today she is the guest. And actually, mm-hmm. Jeremiah's actually kind of the guest, too. So, mm-hmm. no, we want to... I'm here every week. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to talk to you. This Today's the day. Today is yeah. the day. The Dress Woo! short film is premiering today at 4 p.m. Are you excited? It's surreal, man. It's it's hard to believe that it's like really happening. Um, we've been whew, all doing, going through all kind of stuff, trying to get it ready. And um, yesterday did a dry run, and I was just sitting in the theater looking at our work on the screen, like, wow, like this is real. First of all, this is really us, and then second of all, like this is really going down, like this is really happening. So. I'm trying to really be intentional today about um, taking in the moment, being mindful and not, you know, just being on autopilot or running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Like, I really want to take it all in. So, yeah, but it's awesome. I'm excited. Okay, okay. So so if you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, Jeremiah and Maya made a short film entitled The Dress. Mm -hmm. Uh, When did you when did this process start? When did you guys start you wanna, uh, working yeah. on this? Yeah, you go ahead and start, babe. You can you can start. Um, we started it like a couple years ago. We written it what five years ago? Five? Yeah, like six. I want to say like 2015 is when we wrote it. Yeah, we wrote it, and um, we just was we were just um, we just had it in the stash. We writing on other stuff, and then um, somehow, some way, when how did Will? Will Smith getting well, on the radar. First of all, you came up with the idea. Like, oh, okay. I don't know how we, I mean, we, we kind of write periodically, but the idea and the concept for this is all you. So I don't know if you have any. Oh, okay. So the dress was basically like, you know how if, if you um, go on YouTube and you watch something and they recommend something and it goes somewhere else and you go down a rabbit hole, right? So like back in the day and sometimes still today, um, they used to have this thing where you could, on YouTube, you'll watch it and they have something kind of recommended like your whatever video you're watching. So one day I saw something and it was always conspiracy. This is what I was ever see every conspiracy J. I kind of calmed down a lot. Um, but um it was it was something where people was always talking about black men in Hollywood got put on a dress, and then you use the Dave Chappelle thing, and you use, you know, um other people talking and all this other stuff. So I was like, yo, we should do a uh a short film or write something about that, you know what I mean? And we did, 
And um, yeah, and, and that's basically where it came from, you know. And uh, we went through the process of um, coming now to the film of this of this year, coming to the um, whole realization of trying to find actors and actresses. And then, like, Rick stepped up, man. Rick is like in every scene, and he kills every <laughs> scene. And I wasn't like, honestly, we wasn't, we had Rick, like, we didn't know Rick was going to be the main person. We were just looking for different people, but he would fill in and he would like literally like his dedication to us paid off because he would come to stuff when he didn't have to. Like, we'd be like, hey, man, we rehearsing on this day. If you want to come through, you can. You don't have to. He'll come. You know what I'm saying? And he'll like, whatever y'all need me to do, I'll do. And butterfly is caterpillar turned into a butterfly and he and became the main character and he's not lacking on anything he's not like he's like you know he's killing it like i i pray that this is his come out party of him being an actor because he's a very good actor man and he's very comedic he's he got he got it and i i hope this is more opportunities for him too you know man and as the rest of the crap um rest of the cast as well and then also um behind the scenes sean killed the um sean we did uh he killed the, he's a director of photography. He killed it. He ridiculous. some shots that we originally had and was like, oh, okay. And yes. he celebrated the film and it looks good. Like, man, once you see it, it's going to be amazing. And, you know, and, and then Maya was her first director, directing debut, you know what I'm saying? On a hot seat and she came out as gold, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I think this was just a, a group collaborative type effort of like people mm -hmm. helping my sister work the background as well. And as an associate, um, like, um, like kind of a runner and different things like that. So it's just, it's, it looks good. Um, I know we have a trailer for it. Um, and, and, and I tell people up front, the trailer is, um, you hear the voices and stuff, but you don't see it because it's only 22 minutes. If we show mm -hmm. you clips, it was basically the whole movie. We showed you mm -hmm. the original clip. So we just give you um, the trailer about it and everything else. So, yeah. So my, yeah. Uh, oh, go okay. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, we cannot, we can't leave out. I know you started to, to mention Will, but we can't leave out Will. He's, he was a missing piece for this project as well. Will Smith of Waywater Entertainment. He actually approached us. I was probably like February of top of the year, top of 2021. Yeah. And, you know, is, is in the process of getting his production company off the ground and was trying to build up his portfolio and was familiar with Creative Air and was like, hey, how can I support y'all? And so we literally looked at each other like, oh, snap. Like, is this the time that we've been waiting for to shoot the dress? Because um, although the project was written in 2015, we had recommitted it to prayer as far as like shooting it and getting it edited in 2019. So yep. it's literally been on our prayer board, prayer board um, for two years, like shoot and edit the dress. And so when he approached us at the top of the year, we were like, oh, like this is this is it. And everything just kind of lined up as far as the timing, the resources, the people. Um, he was clutch as far as helping us to pull quality actors, mm -hmm. um, quality crew members and um really take a chance on us as well so he was he was an excellent missing piece as far as that was concerned as well he served as executive producer production manager and did the editing for us absolutely so i was going to say maya this is your directorial debut yeah maya was <laughs> running stuff that day uh, the two days that we shot it um you you were a natural dude is this something you want to keep doing and and you know make bigger bigger feature films Absolutely. I mean, I, I love direct. I mean, well, first of all, I've I've served as a creative director before in different capacities um, as a worship director in church, but then also creative director for, you know, 
events, music projects, you know, um, plays, you know, so I've, I've always had that bug, if you will. Uh, film was a different, it was a definitely a steep learning curve. I think uh, what jumps out to me in my mind is our first day of shooting uh, one of our most complex scenes. And um, I was standing next to you, Sean, and <laughs> just like that moment where you're like, okay, how does all of this work? Because we're dealing with real deal lighting, real deal audio. And so there's like a protocol where things have to happen in a certain order. So the audio person says sound is speeding. And like, it took me a minute to realize, oh, he has to do that first before I say action. And then, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> and so I'm like standing next to you, Sean. And I literally, I think I was froze like a deer in headlights to the point where you bumped me. Like, uh, can you say action please? Because <laughs> I was like, oh snap, like what happens now? Like I had a moment where I really felt inadequate, but like you just kind of jump into it and you have to be fearless. And what I realized was when you do your due diligence, like, of course, um, you know, I had to learn and study as much as I could and then pull from previous experiences. But at the same time, I had to be courageous and just walk in the authority that yeah. I had in that role in that position. And as I did that, people fell in line and were like, okay, you may still be learning with us, but at least you have a plan. At least you have, you know, an idea of how you want this to go and you can effectively communicate that. So it was definitely a steep learning curve, but I'm just so glad that we had a lot of experienced professionals around us to kind of help us along the way. And, and what people don't get to see is the reason it went so well is because of all the preparation you guys did beforehand with the actors and getting everybody ready for that moment. Because on set, you pay for a certain amount of time to shoot this yes. thing. And it's like scary <laughs> because when certain things start taking longer than they're supposed to, now you're like, crap, now I'm not going to be able to get that thing over there. And so yes. you're, like, you're like rushing. But you had everybody in the right mindset to nail their their performances. It didn't take long to get the right performance. It was just trying to make sure the production stuff was right. So I think yeah. that really helped make it a success. It, it, it just and, and and I think the key thing is Will got such great people. The sound guy was Phenomenal. amazing. The lighting guy helped me out a ton with, with the um, cinematography. Um, the, the grip was amazing. Like everybody was awesome. So this was a great experience. And, and I'm proud of everybody on our team for pulling this thing off because this is this is a big deal. I'm trying to stress that to everybody. This is a huge deal. Okay, all right. <laughs> He's like, okay. Oh, let me ask you guys a question. Have you all gone through the proper channels of like setting this up as an IMDb so that you know you're you're being able you're able to be discovered as people are googling and watching you know the playback of everything. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all in the works. Um, some of actually okay. some of that is why this premiere is even happening, because um, in our research and talking with other individuals that have successfully gotten their independent independent projects on IMDb, they've had to show and prove that there was an actual screening at an yeah. actual theater. So like literally we're trying to document today's screening as proof to be posted on IMDb and considered a legitimate production company. And and Got I don't know if you it. guys have, we, we have the IMDb Pro membership, so if you guys want to use ours to get it all in there, you can do that, um, so that we could get that stuff done immediately. Um, but yeah, so today, today's screening is at 4 p.m. In, um, in Marietta, but people are asking, like, how can they watch it? That's what everybody yes. wants to know, because not yes. everybody's here. 
Absolutely. And that is the next step as well. Um, after today, um, we're working to actually have it available on streaming platforms. And so we'll be releasing that information in the coming weeks, but it will be available for streaming. And then we're also going to be taking steps to um, enter it into different festivals, um, into different competitions. And so as it's accepted into those different platforms and opportunities as well, we'll be posting when it'll be included in that as well. And then eventually, eventually, because y'all, you know, I'm when it comes to rollout, I don't play with rollouts. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna drag that carrot along as, as long as we possibly can. It will eventually be posted to you know YouTube for streaming, but honestly, it probably won't be until sometime next year um, because yeah. we want to maximize all these other outlets and platforms as much as possible. Absolutely, and, and we may and we may think about how if we could figure it out. If you want to purchase it, uh, we may put it on iTunes. We may put it on there. Um, we, we'll let everybody know once everything comes down and. Once everything we got going rolls out and stuff like that, and if you want to buy it, we 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 will put it on those platforms for a purchase too. Yeah. So again, this is this is the the most important time for this because the anticipation for it is is bigger than after it's out, right? So you got to build as yeah. much as you can. So yeah, it's working the festivals, working the competitions, working all those things first before it becomes available to mass public because y'all might watch it once and then never think about it again. You know? Yeah. So Absolutely. There has to be a, a build up to it. And and what's interesting. Right. About this is while we were shooting this, a lot of the people in the cast they were treating it like a pilot for a show. They think this thing could be expanded out into yeah. either a TV series or a movie. So yeah. if it goes really well, I mean, who knows? Sky's the limit. Yeah. yeah, and that was an answered prayer too. Well, one of the goals was like because this was our first you know endeavor into film, we were like let's use this as an opportunity number one to you know, surround ourselves with people that know what they're doing so we can learn in the process, but to also start to build that network. And so the blessing was we had actors, we had cast members after the fact that were that said, hey, we loved working with y'all. Let us know when you're doing the next thing. Like yeah. that right there mm-hmm. is a win, like for real, because yeah. we've been able to start the ball rolling and to build those relationships for, you know, future endeavors, not just for us, but for you, for track stars, for, you know, Waywater, all of that. So it's awesome. And- and that's the thing it's you cool. want. And, and the thing that we realize it just talking to the actors that have been extras on stuff or behind the scenes working stuff, you want to have a set that's like, of course, God honoring, but also professional to a point where people are like, hey, y'all do something again, call me, make sure y'all call. Like people are saying that, we're saying actors were saying that to us, you know what I mean? And, you know, we got so much stuff, you know what I mean? I mean, Sean told me about something he wants to work on. Um, Maya's uncle got some stuff. We got some more stuff. So it's just, it, it's going to happen sooner or later. You know what I'm saying? Where we, we pull people back in. It's just the fact of uh, being professional. And even, and honestly, even us as being who we were, we weren't like throwing our weight around. It was, I think people loved that about us too. It wasn't like, you know, don't talk to me. It was like the actors could come up to Maya and speak on, ask her a question. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, different things like that. We have people to just help people out and make the, the, the whole set profession. So. And what, what's awesome about it is these weren't all, the people that we got weren't Christians. I mean, they, some yeah. of them may have been, but this was, this was just a set with people like gig workers, right? So they were impressed with how everything was run. They, everybody kept coming up That's to me good. like, man, I've been on sets, man. It's been so annoying. People treat us like crap. They do this and that. Yeah. They were like, man, whenever y'all are doing something, just let us know. This has been the best experience we've ever had. 
And we're like, this is the first time we've ever done this. And y'all treating us like this. <laughs> but they loved it. It's just that that godly environment that was created for them. And, and I'm telling you, there's people on, on the set that were strippers and, and, and all kinds yeah. of stuff. But they we were found like, that out. We yeah. Found out. <laughs> on the on the set. I'm like, yeah. oh snap. But what I'm saying is is that they were so enthralled with how we ran everything. They were just super impressed with everything we did. It was just such a godly environment set for them with with uh people that cared about them. It wasn't just do what I want and get out of here. You know, it was it was a loving environment. So this is the kind of ministry stuff that can happen when godly people start venturing out and and making content that that can appeal to people that go beyond the church walls. So I'm really encouraged by that. Now, look, we're getting questions. So uh, M Ball okay. said, you know what? It may be time for the Trackstar streaming app. All right. And, and they mentioned Kev on Stages app, which is awesome. Um, they said we have years of content plus um, with film and, you know, and I think it got cut off. But here's the deal. We do go to Roku right now. And search for track stars. There is already a track stars app with content you can't find on YouTube. It's already there. We're still yes. working on render, which will have stuff like like um the dress, and we already have content from other people like MC Nice and Ruslan and all that kind of stuff. We're we're working on that right now. That already exists. So go search track stars. You can even get the render app. It's just not done. It's just a couple of stuff on there. But you can search for render and track stars right now and download those. And they're coming to Apple TV and all the other ones as well. So that already exists, so go support. So yeah, and, yeah, and 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 um, and we're gonna talk about that if 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 we put it on render or once we get it on streaming service, of course it'll be on render. So yeah, man, we we, we you want y'all want to just show the trailer so people can I, see what the tra- the trailer. I want to get to this, but I, there's this one thing I wanted to ask you guys okay. because again, this is this is how you what genre is this? You think? I have an you idea. You know what? We we're well in the process, like I said, of, of you know getting it qualified for streaming now, and they ask that same question. So you can pick up the three genres. So and, yeah. and we haven't even talked about this, Chrissy. You can tell me. Well, let's figure like, it out right now. You know, I I put y'all tell me I put I put drama. Yeah. Then I put comedy. Yep. And then I put um, faith based or spiritual. So okay. those yeah. are my that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Good. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Okay, that's good. That's good. I like that. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, because this is technically a comedy now, officially, right? Yeah. Um, Jeremiah let me know that the, um, um, the movies that made us season three just released on Netflix. So I watched yeah. the Coming to America one. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that, and I, I, kinda, I think I kind of knew some of this already, but Coming to America was largely written, directed, produced, set designed, uh, choreographed, everything by non-black people. <laughs> like literally the entire thing was crafted by people who weren't black. Now we had the opposite situation with this. What do you think about the fact that a lot of our culture, a lot of our major hits and cultural moments were created by people that were not like us. And I'm asking that because the same thing is happening with Christians. A lot of the, a lot of these companies, pure flicks, we've met the, the executives, <laughs> such and such as a pure flicks. These yeah. people are not Christians. How, yeah. how do we? Hey, I'm just saying it. But how do we? How do we make it's sure true. that our content that represents us is made by people who actually can relate? That I mean, that I mean, you you just said a key thing because if it's not created by people that can relate, 
you run the risk of number one and not necessarily being an accurate representation, but then also they're not being um, an element of uh, emotional connection or empathy as you're, you know, working with these artists. You know, I think about like how with the dress, one of the reasons we were able to have such a positive rapport with the cast in particular is because we're artists. So we know we've been waiting around for events and stuff to happen all day long. And we, we know food is important. We know a comfortable environment is important. But if you don't put yourself in their shoes and come from that perspective, then you're not able to necessarily accommodate people. Um, but on a larger scale, when you're talking about putting out content, I mean, it, it can easily be hit or miss because, I mean, clearly coming to America is a black classic, but the story itself was created by Eddie Murphy. And he definitely had a lot of uh, creative license during the shooting of that project because yeah. he was a huge star at that time. And he chose the people that he wanted around him, people that had a track record with him. Mm -hmm. So there was definitely an element of give and take, but you still have to be careful that if you can't connect with the people that you're writing for, you run that risk of it not being something that people can really identify with. I, but I, I would say too, um, like I, I think somebody asked about Black Panther, like Black Panther is originally written by, um, Stan Lee. Stan Lee, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Stan Lee and his yeah. partner at the time. So I think I think it's all about execution for me personally. I think mm. you can write something, um, but it but the people on it gotta bring it out. You know what I'm saying? Or the people on on the set or the, the actors are like, hey, can I try this? Because this we don't really say it. And I'll I'll say this about I've seen different documentaries on shows back in the day when they had right writers, and they would say, Hey, let's try it this way, or like I use a different world. A different world had right writers on there. But um, Debbie Allen would be like, okay, so we're gonna say it this way instead of saying it that way. You know what I mean? As mm -hmm. she directed it or looked over the script or the, um, or the cast would say, hey, can I say it this way? You know what I mean? So I think that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I think because a story, a story is a good story. Like kind of like on, on, on the coming to America thing, it was saying that the story in itself is an American story. It's a, yeah. a story of finding love in Where general. Where the mm -hmm. race didn't yeah. matter. The core yeah. story, race didn't matter. Yeah. So that was, mm -hmm. that's what it is. So if something is, um, if the story in itself is universal, you're always going to win. And that's why coming to America is always going to like, is always a classic to a point where I've seen, um, um, a podcast of comedians who were all white and was like, yo, this is an amazing comedy to watch. If, 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 if you're going to make a comedy, you need to watch this movie because this is it. And it's not like, um, besides Eddie dressing up in white face, like as that old man, like it's no really white people in the villain. You know what I mean? So I just say Louis Anderson. At, the, at, the, at the end of the day, it's it's still how you perform it because you can get you can give somebody a script all day, and we, and it, and this is a test to us too. We gave people a script for um, um, Rick's best friend in the mill in a film, and a lot of people weren't hitting it until yeah. we got. Jay, Jay, Jeff Williams, formerly Jay Boy, who used to be on our show, which is crazy. It's circle full circle. On our show, if you go back and look at some of our old shows, he did a great job. He killed it. He to oh point where it was like him and Rick was crazy. You know what I mean? So, and um, and shout out to him. He does his thing now on the praise party, and it's just it's just one of those things where it's the right person could bring that script to life like never before. But what, does that apply with Christians? Like. Are we okay mm. with Christian content being 
made by non-Christians. A lot of a lot of what's seen is really just uh, economics. They know what yeah. plays well to Christians, and they yeah. write what they think will work, and it works. And yeah. then they they keep flipping their money. But okay, so I think I think um, in the, in the scriptures it talks about the rocks will praise the Lord. Like somebody's going to give God praise, right? God is going to find mm-hmm. something for somebody to give Him adora- adoration and praise, right? So I think for them, it's like, um, yeah, it's a money situation for them, but God can use that situation to save somebody or change somebody's heart or something can bring conviction or something can happen in that film that somebody's like. Um, man, I need to change the way I thought about this. Or man, I need to stand on my convictions. Like our film, our film isn't like, I think somebody asked in the in the comments, babe, are you a Christian director or a director that's Christian? Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> not about that. Christian. <laughs> so, 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 so for, for our film, our film ain't like explicitly Christian, but it is the, the conviction of, Rick's character is at stake and he either has to stand on his convictions or he has to override his convictions for fame or for money. You get what I'm saying? So I think those are the questions in films. Like uh, we, we seen a film that reached back with their soundtrack to me, when I saw that film, it was a good film. I didn't even come off like, wow, this needs to like, it's it's super duper Christian. But then they also did a Christian film called man up back in the day where it was completely Christian and you know what I'm saying? Like it, they had two different forms of that. So I think it's, you can, you can inspire people just like us. Like, I mean, it's just like, like, like Christian rap. Like there's some Christian rappers, you listen to their music. They have some songs that can get you over situations. And then you have some Christian rappers when you hear their songs, it confronts you where you are. So, and, and I think you need both, honestly. I will, I will say, I, I can agree. You can, God can use both, but I will also say too, you know, going back to that connection piece, real recognize real Christians recognize Christians. So, I mean, like legit, like I'll use, you know, we have um, creative warehouse clientele that we work with and they want to work. There's one, one, one couple in particular. And again, like I said, I'm a director that's a Christian. Creative air is a, a, a consulting company that's Christian, but we don't only work with Christians but they really felt a connection with us as fellow believers to the point where there's a larger entity that could potentially provide them, you know, equal, if not better services. And we're like, okay, if they're a better fit, they're a better fit. But if they feel more comfortable with people that can pray with them, that know Christ, that are going to lead them with wisdom and not just based on money, you know? So it's like, it's, it's a both and sometimes, sometimes people want to be connected with people that know they have their best interest at heart and not just money. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I'm about to play the trailer. All right. Again, <laughs> they're not giving you much here. Okay. We're, We're not going to have, gonna have to come not. and see it because they know if they give you any taste of it, I mean, it's a, it's a short, but so we, have, we have we have a, a trailer, a regular trailer that Sean made it very clear. He was talking to me earlier. He was like, y'all going to need a trailer for the when we get on streaming service. So when you we, we're going to have an official trailer, we have a trailer like that already. We just didn't want to use it because we felt like if you've seen the whole trailer, then you'd be like, oh, that's the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So so get excited. You ready? You in the field with the track stars. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Maya, a lot of people are asking how they can support financially, like how they can donate. Oh, dope. Now, okay. did, did you guys, how did you fund this? Just out of pocket? Like, 
We did, well, I won't say out of pocket. Again, Creative Air, we provide consulting services. We use the revenue that we generate from those consulting services to fund projects like this. Okay. So essentially, Creative Air funded this project. However, you know, we trying to recoup. So exactly, if yeah. there are ways that you can, um, if you want to contribute and support, absolutely you can do that. Um, you can actually do it through our website um, at the bottom of creativeair.com. You can scroll down where it'll say make payment and you can actually donate that way. Um, we do, we were talking about setting up a Patreon account, but I, we don't, it's, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. I if was, you want, honestly, oh, go ahead. I would say for the, for the future projects, I would go fund me them things up until mm -hmm. production. Got so it. people start start funding start raising for the next one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I and and I think with this one we didn't do any type of funding leading up to the production because we really wanted to put our money where our mouth was and we really felt like we could show you better than we could tell you. Like honestly and truthfully. Like this is going to happen and it's best that you be a part of it, but if you don't, that's fine. We can show you better than we could tell you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do it. Y'all ready? This is it. <laughs> you in the field with the track I'm ready. stars, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Righteous. This is this is Ryan's first glimpse of this at all. You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Ten, and DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now you're gonna want to do this, okay? So if I can do that for us, why don't you do this for us? Like, I, I just don't know about this thing. It's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. Welcome back, man. Entertainment Report time. Let's get it going. All right, man. First off, shout out to the one of our OGs, Eddie uh, Puella, formerly known as Raw Servant. He got a nice placement um, doing the Monday Night Football game with the um, Raiders versus the Chargers. Um, he has a, um, a song. It's in Spanish called Seg Pie Latte. I hope I said that right. I hope. I hope. Um, it wasn't part of the network song playing um, during Hispanic Heritage Month. So you're probably going to hear it again. So shout out to him, man. That's a that's a big thing, bro. Speaking of the Las Vegas Raiders this week, John Gruden stepped down Monday as the coach of mm. the Las Vegas Raiders football team hours after the New York Times detailed emails in which he had made homophobic and misogynistic remarks 
following early about racist statements about um, a union leader. He um, resigned, was was a um, striking departure from the Football League for a coach who had won a Super Bowl, been a marquee analyst on ESP, ESPN and returned to the NFL. Um, he um, said, I have resigned as a head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry I never meant to hurt anyone. And then I, I've read this morning that the NFL said um, all the everybody else comments was good. So I don't know who John Gruden made mad because we know that's a lot. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were saying like, well, we, we couldn't find no more other racial and nothing. I was like, yeah, okay. All right, so so um, speaking of out, somebody else came out this weekend. Superman's um, son came out in the comic books. Um, and Dean Kane, former, formerly known of um, Lois and Clark, Superman, that was played in the 90s. He had some things to say about it. Um, he said, the move is not bold or brave. DC Comics announced Monday that an upcoming issue of the comic book series, Superman, Son of Kiel, will pro profile a romantic relationship between John Kent, son of the original Superman, Clark Kent, and a male journalist, suggesting that the character is bisexual. Kane, um, Dean Kane pushed back on the idea that making John Kent bisexual constituted a bold new direction for the Superman franchise by noting the increasingly large number of superheroes characters revealing themselves as the LGBT. He said, I'll say their bandwagon, Robin, of Batman and Robin just came out as by or gay recently. And honestly, who's really shocked about this one? The new Captain America is gay. My daughter in a Supergirl where I played the father, she was gay. So I don't think it's bold or brave or some crazy new direction, he added. If they had done this 20 years ago, perhaps that would have been bold and brave. So he's like, this isn't bold or brave. That was just copying what's going on. What y'all think? It's crazy. I, mean, I, I I thought that that was already known. What? That they, they made um, Superman's son bisexual. I thought that was already known. Oh, I, I know it just came out this week. I know that was this week. That was a story this week that, that they was making that bisexual and they had a picture of um the, the kissing somebody kissing two males kissing so i didn't know if people knew that like based off the comic book but i, I know they announced it this week so. i think i think it's interesting that they're doing this in the comic books but what's going to be really interesting is when they adapt it to film how are they going to handle it because they the reason a lot of this hasn't shown up yet is because of china Mm. and overseas markets so yeah. how are they gonna do this they're already starting to sne uh slide it in but how are they gonna do it when it's like mandatory for the character i think there's yeah. there's something coming up in uh eternal so i'm interested to see how they're gonna navigate that it's gonna be well dc well i'll say this dc already do it with their tv shows i would say like uh one night i was watching bat was a bat girl or bat woman and she was a straight lesbian, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, they're already doing it in their shows. So I'm, I'm guessing, I mean, I don't know how it is on film. And I don't know, I, I don't know if all shows from America distribute all over the world, but I know some shows does. So I'm sure they're showing that. And it's, 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 it's the movies that matter, though. Oh, gotcha. That's where they, you know what they do the with money. some shows? They edit them like specifically for yeah, yeah. that country. So they, they may edit all that out and you may never see her have a love interest at all. You know what I mean? So yeah, sounds of town, folks. All right, last story. Lecrae and 1K collab project. Lecrae and others at Reach Records have ended as a few projects that are incoming um, soon. Cray previously stated that he may be retiring from rap, but not without a few things to accomplish. First, in addition to Church Clothes 4, 
Um, a possible mixtape with Andy and maybe something else. A team up with 1K may be coming as as well on social media. The name No Church in a While circulated a bit as the name of this um, speculate the, the tape that's possibly on the way between the two. 1K um, seemed to confirm the t- um, confirmed on IG. He shared a story with the acronym um, of No Church in a While. It's obviously implies that the song being shared is coming. Lecrae has yet to share anything concerning it, so that the only thing we know for sure is that 1K Few is involved with a project of that name. So, but um, I, I I did see a, e- a a tweet of Lecrae saying like me and 1K cooking and yo we this should be a project. So we're gonna look out for it. All right, the copper section sponsor B Gives last. One disciple through my eyes and Trey Morris basic. All right, Aaron Cole two up, two down. Angie Rose unstoppable deluxe. Bria Miles the vault plus one. Koi Rise, um, restless truther just the messenger EP. One K peace on church boy single. R Swift real ones winning single. Big Breeze no um party single. Um Bats Yashua freestyle single. Bizzle leave. Leave this place single, Miles Minnick, not your average single, and Reese Lachey, all that single, and our milk playlist. You want to hear all the songs, all the stuff we got on the copy section? Go to our milk playlist, follow it. We update it every week so you can hear the songs and like the songs that you um that you want to hear as well. Christian rap, gospel rap, Christian hip hop, all up on there. Um, feel good playlist. If you like, hey man, I'm into more RB soul type stuff, hey, we got you. Christian music with that R&B soul feel, feel good playlist. Go follow that as well on Spotify. Um, and that's it for me. You guys got anything? Uh, Kyle Manning is working overtime trying to get banned again. <laughs> he's he putting in like the, the best effort. Um, Crispy is mad you didn't mention Squid Game. Number one on Netflix. I don't know what it, it doesn't have much to do with us, but <laughs> number, one, <laughs> number one on Netflix. Uh, and I think that was most of the sentiment in the comments. Yeah, um, yes, I, I saw a Squid Game. Um, yeah, yeah, that's your that's your review. <laughs> I mean, it was good. I mean, the parts I saw it was good. It was yeah, Whoa. my wife keeps saying I need to give it a try. I haven't haven't given it a try yet. If you want a Squid Game review, post in the comments and we'll we'll get to it in, for the Track Stars official universe. All right, <laughs> let's get to it. You yeah. in the field with the Track Stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. <laughs> let's go. Hey guys, this is Miracle from Trackstars. I wanted to make sure you guys know all about the official Trackstars universe. So, if you'd like a free Trackstars t-shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official. That's trackstars.com forward slash official.
special this for whoever. I don't wanna die in vain, cause I'm gonna wanna live forever. I'ma always shoot my shot, cause I know it's a forever. So if I fail the test, then I'll go back and get down. Since you can't rain on my parade, cause I know God control the weather. I ain't gotta be afraid, cause I'm down to go to heaven. You ain't gotta throw them shade, but somebody bound to catch it. I'm just trying to mind my business, ain't got time to miss a blessing. They be trying to get me all my stuff. How I ever love them, man, I'm tired of all you goofies. I'm like, how I get to heaven? No, it's peaceful over there with burdens lighter than a feather. And I'm not suicidal, I just got a lot of questions. Oh, and I don't know how they be cutting up on me. But I say, focus, keep my bread up on my This dude is a fake and a liar. I walk in the room. Chill, bro. Love man. Cool. Hold on. I walk in the room and it smell like jealousy. I show them love that I never get back, but that's fine because I'm not a charity. Thought I was dead, but I'm bad. That's why I don't react when someone try to bury me. How do you act when you know for a fact that the love isn't real? You don't care for me. A lot of you weird to me. I cannot hear what they telling me. I just can't buy what they selling me. I really use my own recipe. Why would I look back at things behind me? I don't even care about who's ahead of me. All of your drugging is stuff for comparison. I keep it quiet and they call me arrogant. Oh well, I guess I might as well let him have it then I was being good, but now I'm bad again In the wall, I'm like my dad again Got on black like they had a rabbit in Life a trip, I suggest strapping in Saw the truth of what was really happening Told myself that I would never rap again Oh well, 2020, what a year A lot of people that I loved didn't make it here A lot of things really made me shed tears Made me feel pain I never thought I'd feel Oh they say they full of faith, but I see fear Y'all should not to fall for their appearance I know they be hating why they cheering When I step, I shift the atmosphere I go where I want, I don't need clearance I got more than talk for interference They think it happened fast and not fierce. I know they only try me cause they curious They look at me and they see perseverance They see a light, they know they can't experience They light the courage like a lonely mirror Call them up and tell them what you want I just want some bass up in my trunk I just want to love her when I'm sober The same way I love her when I'm drunk When I hug her, I smell like a skunk She looked at me and know I want the same I forgot the reason why I came, I've been trying to block out all this pain. Man. I walk in the room and it smell like jealousy. I showed them love that I never get back, but that's fine because I'm not a charity. Thought I was dead, but I'm bad. That's why I don't react when someone try to bury me. How do you act when you know for a fact that the love isn't real? You don't care for me. A lot of you weird to me. I cannot hear what they telling me. I just can't buy what they selling me. I really use my own recipe. Why would I look back at things behind me? I don't even care about who's ahead of me. All of your drugging is stuff for comparison. I keep it quiet and they call me arrogant. Oh well, I guess I might as well let them have it then I was being good, but now I'm bad again In the wall, I'm like my dad again Got on black like they had a rabbit in Life a trip, I suggest strapping in Saw the truth of what was really happening Told myself that I would never rap again Oh well
Okay, come on, we gotta get this while I'm in character. What's up? It's your boy Sky Free, repping the City Takers movement, and you in the field with the Track Stars. All right, back in the field with the Track Stars. Ryan Reicher, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, this segment is sponsored by the 520 Collective. Go to the520collective.com. All the sources that you want for independent music artists. They just dropped a new podcast on the 15th. Make sure you go check it out. 520collective.com, all right? All right, so I've noticed that there's this trend going around um, in relation to red flags. Have y'all seen this? Yeah, I've seen it. No. Where people will put a quote up that a guy or girl may say, and then they'll put a bunch of red flags after it. Kind of like, this is a warning if you hear somebody say this, uh, uh, you know, be, be wary. Oh, boy. Um, so uh, I wanted to see what y'all thought about some of them. I grabbed a couple snippets, okay? And I wanted to see... and, and Maybe we could come up with our own red flags. All right, let's see what I got here. So here is one of them. I don't post you because I don't like nobody in my business. Is that a red flag? Yeah, it depends who you ask. What? <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm, yeah, somebody might say, is it a guy or a girl that posted? But Do you understand it, Ryan? Um, not really. So basically... This is somebody who's in a relationship and they never mm-hmm. post their significant other on their social media. And their excuse is, I don't want anybody in my business. They're saying that that's a red flag. Oh. Oh. Um. <laughs> no, I mean, that's cool because I'm a parent that doesn't like to post my kids. It's not like I'm, I'm hiding anything. I just don't like to post my kids. But kids are different than your spouse. Like, how would Tori feel if you ain't never post no pictures of her? Well, it's just a privacy thing, though, I think. I think a lot of times people are like, you know, you reserve your privacy or you're you're a person that doesn't like to have a lot of people, you know, commenting on what's going on in your life. Yeah, but okay, this is more for when you're dating, though, right? So, like, when you were dating, did you ever post Toya? Not really, no. I don't think so. Not when we were dating. I can't. Did you mention I can't her? Or act like like, and even if you didn't post a picture, like you know. No, I think it was more. I think it was more of I didn't want to post something that she wasn't comfortable with, not something that I wasn't comfortable with. I think it was more like, did she tell me? Okay, so like I think there's a photo of our first date. Um, but our first date was weird because y'all know I took her from somebody. So it's kind of weird. Like, do I want to repost wait, wait, this? Wait, wait. Okay, wait, okay play sorry, it. Wait, hold on. Wait, okay. what? <laughs> I've never heard you say that. You took her from play somebody. Okay. <laughs> wait, what, is, what does that mean? Return of the Mac. So, <laughs> so Maya, on the, on the Becoming Even podcast, you guys were talking about a conversation that I was having where I said Toya was ear hustling. Yep. So the person I was the person that was that Toya overheard me talking to, we were in a conversation and he was kind of um telling me that he liked Toya. Oh, snap. That, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um Toya said you posted yeah, her. Yeah, so the what? Toya said you posted her. Yes. Oh, maybe her. I did. Yeah. Okay. Are you all I, right I mean today? I know, right? I, it was weird because it was weird because I was I knew he that we like both the OJ were friends with that after. person. 
it was <laughs> weird because I knew we both we both were friends with that person. So I didn't want to be like, look what I did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like showing off, like, look what I did. Look what I, you know, so look what I did to you is what I, is how I felt about it. So I, I was trying to be discreet. Maybe I wasn't, I can't really recall, but Don't yeah, there was did. a situation so, where. I think this is for the people who don't. So that wasn't you. What do you, what do you, what do you think, Jeremiah? Did y'all, did you post Maya a lot when y'all yeah. started? Um, when we first, no, nah, I don't think we, we, we didn't post a lot. I think when we you don't really remember official. though. No, I'm, it's. I mean, I don't remember either. I'm saying I don't really remember. But does oh, Jeremiah? No. I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say. I think we didn't post each other because we we shot on a DL. Like we was. Yeah. Really, I, I think Maya was like, I'm tired of getting played by dudes. So I don't know if this is going to go nowhere. So I ain't posting nothing. And I was like, Facts. <laughs> like, want people in our business. So let me see. But I think when we made it official, I did. Yeah, okay. when we were exclusive. All right, here's another one. Y'all ready? Texting someone a long paragraph explaining your feelings, but they only respond to the part they want to rather than the whole thing. Is that a red flag? This is, I, I, I need more help with this concept. I'm not understanding this. All you know together. what a red flag? Kind of you understand red flags? I know what a red flag so is in you, a you relationship. Give our, you give out red flags on the show all the time. You get this, right? It's, oh. it's like, like, oh, here's, here's one of Ryan's red flags. This is one of the ones you say all the time. You always say that if a girl says that she doesn't want a man who watches sports, red flag, right? Or somebody who, you know, you gave our red flags on the show last time where you were like, um, if she, she wants a man who only re- reads his Bible on Friday instead of going out, red flag, right? That's what this that's all Oh, yeah, that is a red flag. Yeah, exactly. That's all these are. Yikes. So this person says, texting someone a long paragraph, Explain your feelings, but they only respond to the parts that they want to is a red flag. Is that true? No. I'm going to say pick up a phone if it's that long yeah. and we need to talk through it. Okay. All right. All right. It's not a red flag because. <laughs> Tough crowd today. You know what? People get into bad situations after reading text messages the wrong way. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a red flag. It's just you don't want to say everything on text. All right. Let's try this there one. There you go. All right. I only have male friends because it's less drama. That's a big red flag. What y'all yeah, think? it's a red flag. Is that a red flag? That's a big red flag. Yeah, yeah that's a big red flag. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, big red flag. What you, what y'all it, think? Because in essence, you're just saying you only hang around males. And sometimes, normally, when that happens, sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, sometimes it feels like she's the center of their attention. You know what I'm saying? And guys, for certain guys, it's like sooner or later, some one of those guys are going to try to holler. I think it's the other way around. I think it's she's sitting there waiting on one of them to notice her. Yeah. I only have male friends. I only have male friends because it's less drama. And then I think think another two accountability too. a woman, a a woman can account. A woman can give real advice to another woman versus like a man ain't going, especially if she's like, let's say she like the center of attention in that crowd. No dude ain't going to tell her nothing that her stuff don't stink. You know what I'm saying? Like, but another woman probably be like, "Yo, you you wrong on this, sis." Or you know what I'm saying? I think I think y'all are taking one side of it, but I think the real problem is if you have trouble um, with friendships with other women, that's that's the red flag. Not necessarily just that guys are trying to get her. It's it's that there's there's something maybe wrong if if you can't have any good relationships with any women. Then yeah, there may be some issues there with you. I think yeah. that's all right. Next up. See if these get better as we go. 
<laughs> I didn't I didn't write these guys. Like I'm just just sort of found them. Um that phone laying uh the phone is laying on its stomach. So basically I think they're saying oh, somebody geez. who always has their phone face down while you're with them. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Which I which I think implies that they don't want you to see something pop up that you may not want to see. Well, is that a red flag? Privacy screens for that. <laughs> We're not trying to help people be like <laughs> not giving them advice. To, uh, it's it's if you see somebody, if you're oh. dating somebody, and they always every time you're with them, they always have the phone stomach down, <laughs> like this guy said. Uh, <laughs> is that a red flag? I think it would have been fun if us if we came up with our own red. I, flags that's that's what we're going to, to next. I just want y'all to respond to these first. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, Ryan, Ryan's tired. <laughs> what do y'all think? Is that a red flag? I mean, it could be a red flag. Yeah, I get. I guess. I guess I do that all the time too. When I don't want my wife to see I'm um, looking at fantasy, and I turn my phone over all the time. Okay. And it's not a, it, 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 it don't have to mean it's cheating but it, it does response to like um lack of communication though because you're you're worried about your wife seeing we like using ryan's example i don't know why you said that because she's watching but, <laughs> i know right what are you doing it's messing all of us i'm just cover, i'm just covering my tracks y'all i'm just covering my tracks so now when she's she y'all out about... eating she, and your, your phone face now she's gonna be like fantasy working on a trade stars. yeah <laughs> Yeah, these are all singles. This is for singles. This is for singles. Um, all right. Okay. Oh, I'm Jerry, a, I'm get, Jerry getting on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get Ryan on I'm gonna get Ryan on one of these. One of these is gonna make him perk up. You ready? This is from a woman. How tall are you? I'm five. Red flag. Oh, snap. You get that one? Ooh. You understand yeah. that one? I, I do oh. get that, yeah. Basically, well, this is for all the women that hate short men. What's what's yeah, your what, what what's that? What's no. wrong with that, babe? Yeah, answer, I, like answer answer for everybody here. Exactly. Answer for all hundred women out there watching. I don't even think it's short men, but it is something about a man being shorter than you, like that. I mean, because I think we we think of protection. We want to be held. We want to be comforted. We want to be, you know, yeah. We we want to feel like he can take care of us, and for whatever reason, we associate height with that. I mean, so it goes both ways, really. Because I'll you be want, honest with you. Oh, you don't want to date a tall woman? Is that what you're saying? Or? No, no. I mean, I've asked. I mean, I remember asking girls uh, how tall they were um, because I didn't want my son to be, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to I didn't want to give him any chances of, of having a Napoleon complex. Oh, gosh. I've never, <laughs> I'll be honest I've never with heard you. anyone Toyas, say this before. <laughs> there he is. I was there concerned he is. about it. Take it away. <laughs> I was I was concerned about it. I really was concerned about it. Toy is five eight. I'm five eleven, and my dad was six foot. My dad was six foot. I didn't quite get that. My dad was six two. I didn't quite get there, so I was like, okay, if I'm five eleven and I marry somebody, my son might be five four. I don't want that. <laughs> so oh I've never heard. I've never houses. heard a guy say this before in my life. All right, this is hey. My my um, wife I told think, me straight up if I was short, this wouldn't happen. She told me that <laughs> to my face. Are, are women afraid to lift their man up? <laughs> to lift their man up. Only in prayer, sir. We will only lift you up in prayer. Get you next wow. to him, open them up. Lift their man up. A mess, All like right. little man. <laughs> okay, okay. I think I got Ryan involved. All right, here we go. Let's try another one. 
You're the one. I'm not. I'm just not ready for you yet. Is that a red flag? Ooh, definitely. Well, definitely you're being honest. red flag. That's an honest one. Okay, but, nah, but that's it, that's a red flag. But okay, no, that's let's honestly say it from a guy. A guy is basically saying, "You're the one for me. I'm just not ready yet." Could that be a red flag? Well, it sounds like they're friends, then, right? Or or are they, are they dating? Or like, what, yeah, what? he wasting our time. That's what that, that is. That's yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> that's the flag. I know a girl. That's what the flag says I know on a, the back. I know a girl that was in a relationship <laughs> for nine years and was like. He say I'm the one, but I'm just waiting on my ring. And I'm just like, it's been nine years. But that's a two-way street. Ain't nobody holding you hostage. Mm-mm. Nine years? That's a long time. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Last I'm one sorry. Here. Last one here. All right. This is just for fun. Only knows the roots as Jimmy Fallon's band. <laughs> yeah, I, no, the funny part is I started seeing red flags. Big red uh, flag. All types of stuff. Like it wasn't just relationship. Yeah, yeah. People, people yeah. taking it for their brands and all kinds. Of, this is a great yeah. idea. So, yeah, I I did all that to give you all time to come up with some of your own. Are there any red flags that our young ladies and young men that are still dating should be looking for in their people that they're you know talking to? That is like big red flag. What do y'all got? I'm not sure what I want. Mm. That's a lie. You definitely know what you want. If a guy says that, you definitely know. If a, if a guy or a woman says that. says that, neither one of them says it. That's a red flag. Because mm. okay. if you've been living in your body for as long as you've been living, you ain't figured out what you want yet. That's, that's a red flag. Just <laughs> a red flag. Oh, here's a red flag. Um, we don't need a ring to be married. <laughs> mm. right, that's just a stop sign. That's not a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about red flags. No, I'm just saying you got something about this. Like, no, Sean's right. That's a stop. Remember side. back in the day, Method Man said that on um, all I need to get by is like we don't need a ring to be my wife. And we're just we're people, we're, we're, we're living like that now. We're assuming some level of I, I love Jesus, right? What what are what are what's <laughs> oh we go from the Christian perspective? Uh, yeah, no, no, we're yeah, about yeah. In general, just you know, what I'm saying, just give give our people those are obvious. Like give our people some some good advice here. I would say, and we just talked about this on Becoming Eva this morning, shout out. But anyway, um, <laughs> if you're in a long distance relationship and the person is not willing to come to you to be around your family, to meet your family, to meet your friends, to be in your world, they basically want to do everything remote or they want to have, you know, all kinds of other random getaways, but they don't want to basically come to you, to your world. Yes. I think that's a red flag. That's real. I remember dating girls and I'd be like, you live too far. I'm, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> Seriously, you live too far. Y'all are coming up with some, some funny ones. Um, I believe in God, but I'm more spiritual. Is that a red flag? Mm, that is a red flag. Because mm. spiritual is everything. doesn't yeah. mean you're a Christian. I want y'all to post these up and hashtag track stars with these. I want to see if we can get some conversations going. Because, again, like, one of our biggest topics we ever talk about on the show is relationships. And I realized that we don't, we don't do that enough for you guys because we've been long gone married, but I think it's still, I think it's still important. Long gone. <laughs> I think it's still important to, 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 to help y'all when we can, you know what I mean? Like it's hard out there. Yeah. So anything yeah. else, Maya, like for, for the young ladies, what would you say are some red flags to look out for? Um, <clears throat> I mean, the catfish thing is real, especially now with online dating. Um, if if it's difficult to get FaceTime in, it's difficult mm. to see somebody in person. If there's always an excuse about 
connection and technology, that's definitely a red flag. Uh, I would say, I mean, somebody pointed out the whole, you know, I'm spiritual, but I'm not a Christian, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and then also someone, um, shared this earlier because most people are quick to say, oh, I'm a Christian, but they don't necessarily actively have a relationship with God. If they're not like actively involved in their church, their ministry, if they don't have other men and women of God around them, but they profess to be a Christian, like that's a red flag. Ooh, there you go, Maya. I'm a Christian. I just don't have a church home yet. <laughs> Floating. <laughs> Floating. Yeah, that's possible. Um, yeah, you guys are coming up with some really good ones. You guys are coming up with some really good ones. So, yeah, we just wanted to give you guys some some help. Um, tweet some of these out. See see what response you get. Let us know um, what the conversation is around some of these. Because I want to put a nice little list together for you guys to give you guys some good uh, warnings out there. I, but I think we hit a lot of the great ones. So, hopefully that helps. You in the field. What about, the what, what, oh, ahead, what about the wedding? What about wedding? Like the what do you mean? red flag of the woman proposing. <laughs> is, that a red is that a red flag? flag? For some people, maybe. If you think, if you're a woman and thinking about proposing to your boyfriend, you know what? You could do this whole segment off of uh, married, married at first sight. <laughs> you could do this whole yeah, segment I, off of that, that that TV show. What not to do? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're listening to the Track Stars. You know what time it is. Beef. We got respect for y'all, yeah. but respect the grind, baby. Respect the grind. I gotta go get the. I gotta get the flex bombs today. Respect the grind. It's your girl Angie Rose, and you're in the field with the track stars. All right, back in the field with the track stars. Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah was good. 
All right, this segment is sponsored by the Revive Collective. Go out to revivecollective.com today. Make sure you check out the apparel. There's a lot of great stuff out there from music to apparel. So shout out to Lamar Riddick. We were with him. He gave me and Sean a Revive shirt at Flavor Fest. So shout out to you, Lamar Riddick. Go to the Revive Collective and check out what they got going on, all right? All right, the comics section is popping. So if you want to be part of the family, go to youtube.com. Join us at noon Eastern Standard Time on Saturdays. Uh, it's, 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 it's going it's in. It's about to go in a little bit more. You ready? So Dave Chappelle just released a special. Um, I think it's called The Closer. It's the end of his Netflix series uh, deal, I assume. And it's getting a lot of backlash. Um, especially from the transgender community because he kind of went in on them. Um, I didn't think this was going to be as interesting, but then I heard Ryan comment on a couple things. So I wanted to get his reaction because it surprised me a little bit. But essentially, the whole special was basically kind of his response to the response to his last couple specials because he was kind of going in on the LGBT. And this whole thing was really about them, right? And basically his point is, is that black people don't get the same level of deference when it comes to issues as LGBT does. He's basically saying like some of them are also racist towards us as well. And he feels like they're using that to cover up their racism. Mm. So a lot of people are upset about that, including people that are black in the LGBT. So... What do you guys think about the special? Did you watch it? Did you, did you, what did you feel? Did he go too far? Ryan? Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm done with Dave, man. Um, I, I think he definitely took it too far. You know what? It's not good comedy to me. It's not fun to watch when I got to cringe about everything you say that's going to be offensive to somebody. Like, I just think that, I think that, um, there was a joke he made about the the Me Too movement that I really didn't like. And when he gave the punchline, I was like, you know what, Dave, come on, man. Like, really? And so I think a lot of what he says, um, I, I think, you know, it's almost like we I know I know as my as my, as, a, as it being a part of this race that there is no double card when it comes to the things that he that he can say that uh, another white comedian can't say because they would be considered racist. They would be considered all sorts of things. They would never be able to get away with it. They would be televised, nothing. But I think there's a place, there's a point you get to where it's like, okay, slow it down and and stop generalizing, right? It's, it's, it's to the point right now where I'm like, you know, even in even when he uses the N word and he's clearly talking about a white person, it's like, come on, really? Like, I just feel like there's a part where we got to just be like, yo, Dave, too much, too much, too much. And that's where I felt on this special. I was like, um, he made a lot of offensive jokes um, about white people in general. And I don't think that's right. Um, I just think that even the jokes about the LGBTQ, um, they went a little far, too. I, I just think Dave is Dave is in a messed up place, man. I think Dave got some issues that that need to really be worked out. And I, I, I remember Dave back when Dave was doing stand-up and he could just pick out a topic and make it funny and and, la- and you make you laugh about it. But now it's like, okay, he's so centered and so focused on this stuff. It's like, he just needs to do a special where he just, he has a, a moment with Gail. Like, they sit on the couch and he just tells her all his issues that he's having. But a comedy special, I'm not expecting all that in a comedy special. 
And I'm expecting to laugh more than I'm expecting to be like, Ugh, this is too far. I was, shocked I, by, I was shocked by that opinion from Ryan. How say, ah! you, how say you, Jeremiah? <laughs> I'm looking at you like, bro, he was saying this, some of the same stuff back in the day. Killing me softly. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, his humor was as harsh back then as it is now. <laughs> Have you like, seen it recently? Uh, Have you seen Killing Me Softly recently? Me? Nah. I was shocked was at some of the my... stuff he said. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's what I, I didn't like. remember it like that. <laughs> you got like he went from Michael Michael J to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I'm like, are we Dave I mean, I can think about something in, in, in the, one of his specials back in the 2000s that was very raunchy. Um, I think um, it was a tie-in. I, li- I like how he kind of flipped... Um, he flipped um, I Will Survive, which is like the gay national anthem, like how he flipped that at the end and took it like that was and that was just interesting to me. I was like, oh, wow, Dave, you really going there. Um, but I, I think what his point across was like, um, just like you said, like black people got it hard in here and y'all are canceling people, black people. And majority of time, it's not not like. I don't think it's I think what he was saying it was it wasn't like white basically he was saying white people could be certain white LGBT white people could be gay too. I mean could be racist too. Like y'all y'all are saying like they're they're flipping it and getting their own like minority stuff and everything, but they're still racist too. And and um and y'all and y'all gotta understand like a, a, a black man could a black rapper could shoot somebody and kill them and it's all good, but if somebody say something crazy is you canceling them you know what i mean are you getting rid of them and it's like y'all don't see the dichotomy in it. like y'all don't see that and then even like going back to the gruden conversation like how john gruden said something about a black person and apologizing he was like oh i'm good you know what i mean and then all of a sudden the homophobic um emails and uh, female stuff came out and it was like oh i gotta re- i gotta resign you know what i'm saying so it's just like i i think i think some of his points in there were, were Valid points. I mean, from a person, if you're looking at it from a standpoint of as a black person in America, you know, people getting equal rights and people getting rights for them and different things. And, and to me, honestly, I would say I think he was mad at the whole Daphne part, like the that his yeah, friend Daphne killed he herself it. the way he did. So he like, I got to go in because y'all killed one of your own for defending me. You know what I mean? And um, and then another thing I said that was really good about the special to me was how somebody can use your past against you basically how like back in he was saying back in um the 2000s when he came back from after the Chappelle show and he did some and he did some stand up and somebody wrote an article about him and how everybody kept using that same article to get mad at him about like for years like he could have changed his mindset on certain things and he's still going back to that that's like us like our show if somebody seen our show years ago and was like see I don't listen to like some women be like, I don't listen to track stars because track stars like new girls in churches only. And it's like, what? What are you what are you talking about? That was like years ago. We we totally different from what we talked about back then. You know what I mean? I don't think people have a chance to grow. And I think that's one of the things that was uh, stood out for me was that um, comedy wise. I think Dave is on the place of kind of like a Dick Gregory, like how Dick Gregory was starting. And at first he was a punch, punch, punch. And then all of a sudden he just really got very social commentary and versus like mixing it in here and there. So, but yeah, but um, I see the parent coming out of Ryan now. I yeah, understand it now. Yeah. yeah the parent, the parent is really coming out when he's like saying this stuff. I was like, God, 
Ryan is out to get with them, or he is very becoming like a parent parent now. Papa more. I think Papa I'm changing more. my filters, y'all. Like a lot of things, I think I might have let stuff mafia through. movies. Mafia movies. No, yeah, shoot them up, kill them. Yeah, shoot them up, kill them. Stab them. Stuff drugs no. and wife, no, whatever. After after watching the uh, after watching the Many Saints in Newark, I was like, I don't know if I'm really into this anymore either. Like, I don't know. That was, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I, I'm just kind of, you know, what I'm 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 tired of. I'm just tired of a lot of things. I'm tired of the way things are going. And like me and my wife, we're watching this new TV show, and um, we're in, you know, it's it's a bunch of black women in this television show. And the majority of the women are into women. And I'm like, yo, like, really? And then there's this transgender situation where I'm like, you introduce <laughs> a, a, a black television show full of drama. And the majority of the focus is on the LGBTQ. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm, I don't know. I don't I don't think nothing surprises me anymore. You know, this whole new Cinderella with the fairy godmother is a man. I'm like, nothing surprises me, but I'm also tired of it. And I know that there's so many things that I'm 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 amping up for because, you know, this whole um, resurgence of Donald Trump and the 2024 election is about to start happening any day now. You're going to see more and more of that coming out. So I'm just like, I'm not I'm not really here for it. I'm just I'm neutral right now. I don't I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to hear about it. I'm just I'm in a place right now. I just want to be quiet. Mm. OK, so. I would say um, my opinion of the special is I was I was really shocked by Ryan's point because I, I didn't expect him because I would say that Ryan agrees with most of what Dave Chappelle said. So I, I, I don't know. It's interesting that he didn't like it. I, I guess it's just because of the I crew, agree the with crudeness. it, but I would never be vulgar about it. Got I would it, never okay. be so vulgar. The to crudeness get my point that got you. So. Yeah. I would say that Dave Chappelle, his overall point, I think, is accurate. I think we made that same point on the show before. Um, uh, the LGBTQ is scary. Let's just be real. I think everybody feels that, but it's the truth. They're scary. People are afraid to say anything. And they'll, I mean, they, they're strong. They're very, 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 very strong. And they're very uh, effective when they try to take somebody down. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's getting really bad. And I think people, I think people are kind of starting to. Dave is one of the first people to say, "You know what? Do it. I don't care. I don't care. Just do it." And and that's that's interesting to watch. How is it? How is he gonna yeah. be able to withstand this? Because so far Netflix has been, yeah, we're with Dave. Backing him. Yeah, they how can't take can Dave last? down. Okay, they can't we'll, take him we'll down. find out. We'll we'll find out. You how, know why? How far this power goes because they got a lot of power. And I think I you think Dave's why? point is that black people don't have that much power as them. But you know, yeah. just, you know why they don't. can't take Dave out of this situation is because Dave doesn't care enough to be a part of the situation. Like he's like, I left fifty million dollars on the table. I've done that, so there's no amount of money you can throw at me where I'm. You can't take money out of my hands at this point. I can just go somewhere else and make my own lane. Like I don't have to have support of anybody. To have my fans follow where I go, you know, I could do this on IG Live and charge whatever, whatever. So, I think that's where he is right now. I don't think he cares. I think, I think Kevin Hart cares. I think, I think it, I, it doesn't I matter if he cares or not. Can they do it? That's that's I think what people are waiting to see. Can they get him off of Netflix? That that's can they do it? Because they're trying. No, they can't. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, they, they're losing people. They're losing LGBT 
and uh, um, some affiliates too. Um, people who work at Netflix are like doing walkouts and stuff because of them backing Chappelle. But Chappelle, I think Chappelle probably was making them money too. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you the top comedian out right now. Like the top, not even saying the top black comedian, just the top comedian right now. People are saying Dave Chappelle is the GOAT, right? So if you're saying that, that's like at, at Eddie Murphy's heyday in, in the 80s when Eddie Murphy was like the man and Paramount, like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna stop Eddie Murphy. People are gonna be like, what? At, at his peak, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, and yeah. Chappelle ain't even doing like movies or anything like that. He's just doing special. I think it's Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart. I'm about, I have to apologize. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's the biggest comedian out right now, though. No, I don't nah, think so. Kevin Hart. Yeah. When you think about no. when you think I'm talking about like as far as like crossover appeal. Chappelle in, got that, in commercials and no, movies, no, he's no, a bigger, he's bigger, than, he's a bigger he's name doing, than Dave Chappelle. He's doing more things, but he ain't bigger than Dave yeah. Chappelle. He'll say yeah. that. He would say yeah. that. Yeah, you got you got other comedians saying Chappelle is the goat. And Chappelle started out crossing over, yeah. and then came back. Like yeah. Kevin, mm. it was the reverse. Mo- Honestly, nobody really does the formula that kept that um, Dave Chappelle did as far as crossing over first. Did you, like I, I feel like more white people I, knew about him than black first. I just remember watching the Dave Chappelle closer um, doc, uh, series and seeing so many white people in the audience with disappointed faces. Like, why did I, I think, come to this? Well, no, I'm I think they came to do that, though. I think those people came to put on faces to make it look bad. I think that was perfect. They didn't know. laugh at all. I, I, they didn't laugh at all at anything. <laughs> I saw them laughing. I saw no, some no, no. laughing. I'm telling you, the I saw them. That, I, they got mad at the Donald Trump stuff. I saw that. The people that were, were mugging like, in the middle, I think they were there to mug in the middle. Like that, they were there for that. Um, like placement. You don't. You don't come to a Dave Chappelle. You know what it is. Like why you come? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what's, the pur- what's the purpose of you being there? Um, so, so overall, I'll say this, Dave Chappelle. I think these last couple specials on Netflix have not. They've not been funny to me at all. No. Um, this one was probably the funniest of them at moments, yeah. but yeah. I don't know what it is with Dave. Like I just, it hasn't been as funny as I think Ryan is right about that. His earlier stuff to me was funnier um, than what I'm hearing now. I do. I do think the point he made, he did a good job making it by the end, but it is a little bit hard for it to hear him go, go after people over and over and over again. Um, especially in special after special after special. I know I, I I get now why because of his friend like he feels like he's standing up for her in a way and it's and her family or her him, support, support uh, yeah they they support him you know what I mean yeah. so I could I could understand why um, he feels personally like I'm going to take this monster down yeah. they they can't take me down I think that's that's what he's doing. And he's basically saying, I'm going to make fun of everybody because he made fun of a lot of people. He made fun of Jews. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Everybody. Everybody. So he's trying. His point is, I'm going to make fun of everybody, including you. And I'm going to do it until you get it. You know what I mean? So I just my problem only is I just don't think a lot of it is funny. I think he has gotten a little cruder recently with his jokes and they haven't been as um, like I'm thinking back to Killing Me Softly. With the 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 baby selling crack in the yeah, neighborhood hilarious. liquor store liquor store you know what I mean that joke was vulgar it's vulgar but it was it was 
It was, it was hilarious. so oh, funny. Sean, when we get off, I'm going to blow you a spot now, but I'm going to blow you a spot. I'm a student of comedy, man. I used to watch comedy specials all the time. I saw Kim Hart's first special. I saw his first special. I saw everybody. I used to love, like, that special. It was vulgar, but it was just some stuff in there that was just like, oh, my gosh, that was so funny. Um, but looking back at it as a adult, I can see that the same crudeness was there before too i'm, I'm not yeah. saying it's got that much worse it's, it's close i just think because he's stuck on this one topic it's it's kind of magnified to me it's like okay i get it i get do it. you think he's stuck on this topic or you think the lgbtq ai community is stuck on this topic because i feel like first of all sticks and stones to me was hilarious i don't know what y'all talking about sticks and I, stones was hilarious I, I this last one not like so much to me i feel like this one was like a response if you will to people's response to sticks and stones yeah. and honestly even the part yeah it was it was hilarious so i think i think this one wasn't as funny because to your point he was trying to basically address why people were coming at him and respond to that more than be funny you know, because there are some real serious undertones to what he was trying to point that he was trying to get across. And it really brought up a lot of conversation around the intersection of race, gender, sexuality, and even Christianity. I'll put that in there as well, because like people really have had to decide what they identify as primarily, because in that intersection, there's something that's going to take precedent over the other. And, you know, there's always a right or, right or wrong response to that based on that. So it really, to me, sparked that conversation. Like, what do you identify as primarily first, I should say, and why? I'm not saying that he's not funny anymore. Like, when he was when he hosted the Def Jam uh, reunion or whatever with, um, what's the man's name? D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley. He was so funny to me in that It thing. was hilarious. He was killing D.L. Hughley up there, man. Like, I, was, I, I felt bad for... Uh, D.L. Hewley being up next to him because he looks small compared to to Dave Chappelle. Honestly, that's how funny this man was in that special. So that was recent. I'm just saying that these particular specials haven't been as funny to me. I think think cancel culture is one of those things where comics are like off limits, right? And now what's going on is they're making comics accountable. You know what I'm saying? And it's like comedy is just basically what you see and try to spin it. So you could be at you could like a comedian. Now I now heard this people say this before, that comedians could be at a serious situation, a funeral, and can see something funny and make a joke about it. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's just what it is. And I think so many people saying like, "Well, we're we're too prestige to be made fun of unless it's somebody in the community that can make fun of us. Everybody else, no. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Well, I can say what I want to say. I, 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 I'm, I'm just a comedian. I'm, not, I'm just telling jokes. I'm not trying to like tell people to go out and start a riot or anything. I'm just making jokes and seeing the observation and give everybody the punch down the lap. You know what I'm saying? Because I think in Sticks and Stones, what he was saying was going back to Daphne was that she was like, "You're making us normal. Like you're making us normal to yeah, everybody. Equal, you know I mean? equal, equal yeah. to everybody. It's not like we're we're not. You know what I mean? And I think. And I think that's just the, the the premise of it all. It's like y'all killed one of my an ally to y'all, but an ally to me as a comedian because that's what she wanted to be was a a, a, a a comedian. And y'all basically like dragged her online to the point where she committed suicide. And that was like Chappelle. I felt like Chappelle was like, I have to 
do this in the memory of Daphne because y'all did her wrong. She didn't do nothing wrong. All she did was tell y'all, I'm harmless. I'm not whatever y'all think it is. You know what I mean? And I think that's the problem that a lot of people are afraid to. I mean, you got some dope comedians out there that's like, OG legendary comedians, like, I'm not doing comedy no more because I don't want to get backlash. I'm, I'm just tired of that. So yeah. now, now you got people saying, you got comedians like, I, I saw something with, um, Damon Wayans was like, he freed the slaves. Like, like basically, um, yeah. Chappelle freed comedians. Like, go up there and do your set. If you find something funny, go so, talk so, about it. So I think what comedy, part of what comedy is, is saying things that people are thinking that are afraid to say. So Dave yeah. is definitely doing that. But to be fair to that group, though, they're basically saying that we're being killed. So what's funny to you is actually fuel for the people who want to kill us. See what I'm saying? So they're like, I don't have time to laugh at this. Like, we're constantly being hunted and killed, which is also wrong. I think even Christians would agree that transgender people, gay people being yeah. killed for being gay or transgender, that's that's wrong, period. Right? So they're saying, you making fun of us at this moment in time when we're trying to fight for our lives is counterproductive. What do you say to that? But I, but I don't think it's counterproductive. I think I think that's with any, I mean, prime example, in, 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 in the special, he talked about Asian people getting beat up and attacked. And he, and he made the joke. And his wife is Asian. Yeah, his wife is Asian, but he made the joke of how he had caught the coronavirus and the Asian the coronavirus inside was killing him. Like, but it was, it, it was funny, but it was wrong yeah. at the same time. But that's a mean? good example of yeah. when it is fair, that's what it should look like, right? He's black, his wife is Asian. The joke was his body is killing or beating up Asians the way black people were beating up Asians, you know, because yeah. of the coronavirus or whatever. Yeah. That to me is a joke that's kind of crude. It's kind of crude, but he gets away with it because he's kind of an insider. His wife is Asian and he's black, right? Yeah. So he feels yeah. like it's safe to say that. There he's an outsider in the other situation. So but they're he's like an equal you opportunity can't, offender. Yeah. But they're saying don't <laughs> they're basically saying don't do this. Like this is dangerous for us. Should you yeah. should he still do it if they're saying this is dangerous for us? Yeah. I, I mean I I think at the same time, how dangerous is it? Is it is people using sticks and stones or using his special to come up to gay people and um transgender people and and hurt them and harm them? Cause I don't think he gets that I don't think he says stuff like, yo, go out there and if you see a gay person, smack them. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, he, he didn't wish violence on anybody. Yeah, he don't I don't think he wished harm on anybody, but I think I think the the thing for them is they've been so laughed at, pointed at, look at that, blah, 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 for years that now it's like we're at a place where we bossed up. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like the bully becomes the bully. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like now uh, for years we was the ones like I, re I remember one time um, just using for example was um, Andy Cohen, the guy that does all the house, um, the Hollywood wives or whatever, um, the housewives franchise. He was he had somebody on there that um Eddie Murphy did did the um he did um what was the name of that movie that he did recently Eddie Murphy with um, um Dolomite Oh Dolomite yeah and he had somebody from there who was gay I believe the guy was gay on there and he started talking about Eddie like yo back in the day Eddie Murphy was saying some stuff that people were saying to gay people you know what I'm saying and I think with that gay person the the guy that was on the that was talked to him was like nah Eddie's not like that we're like. You know what I mean? But that's their reference point. Their reference point is 
if somebody says something crazy to me back in the day, I put that mentally in my deposit and be like, okay, Eddie Murphy is blah, 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 because he made a joke about whatever. And I think that's what it is. It's like you, like almost kind of like when somebody say, when black people, they say, we always talk about slavery. And somebody's like, man, I need to get over slavery. It's almost like we telling them, or they feel like Chappelle is telling them, get over what that their pain is, but they don't want to give over that pain because if they give they give get over it, then it's like, oh wow, I'm I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes well, I think people feel that way. I'll say this. Um, what's interesting to me when I finished watching it, and I don't think Christians understand this, and I don't think the LGBTQ, you may not like that separation, but uh, understand this. Um, he actually this special actually did more to help their cause to me than hurt it. The end, the end result was he's actually pro LGBTQ, in mm. my opinion. And I think I think if you actually really look at it as a Christian, I'm actually more concerned that this special is actually going to help their cause more than than hurt it. If you really watch it, he's actually pro. So I think he's just anti some of them. He's anti. He his basic point was I've been going at racist white people my whole career. Yeah, they put on a dress and I can't talk about them. That that was his point. Yeah, but his actual point of the special to me actually does more to advance their cause than to to detract from it. So I don't what know do if you anybody mean? else do you got say that. Like, what what do you mean? Give an example. Because his overall point, if you actually listen to it, he is not anti-gay or any of those things. He's yeah, he's yeah. pro all that stuff. He just yeah. doesn't want them to cancel him for making jokes about him. That's his yeah. only point. So in the scheme of uh, grand scheme of thing, as a Christian who's like, wow, this this movement is kind of taking over culture. That didn't do anything to stop it. That didn't do anything to turn it around. To me, his overall point actually helps people get with it even more, in my opinion. So I would just for people cheering or or angry at them, just I honestly it helps them. I, I think I think you're right. I think in a different way to look at it too is it it made you feel sorry for that community in a way. You know, like, I, I mean, I was I was offended for the jokes that I was hearing because I was like, yo, I I just wouldn't want to hear those jokes. But that's not that's not my point. That. I'm not even saying. Oh, no, I but I'm sorry. saying I think it helped. No, but I'm saying I think it helped them gain sympathy from other people. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I feel sorry for them. So that's what helps them. He I think his special actively supports them. Like no, in, a, in an active way. I don't think it's like, oh, in result of his special, people are going to go to. The... I think he made the special to support them. I'm just trying to figure out how would you say, like, if if, if somebody was on here, if we had a uh, somebody from the LGBT and they say, how, Sean, how, how, how is he supporting us? Because I think it went, if you, there was a one moment in the special where he I, I can't I wish I wrote it down, but he said something. And there was a couple of people in the audience that sounded anti-gay with their reaction they were like blah 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 and he was like no 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 to me what that what that said was oh the bathroom part yes yes yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it was to me what yeah, that said was and he was like no 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 yeah to me what that said was hey uh homophobic black people that's not me i'm for them i'm trying to make you understand that i'm for them i just have this one problem with them to me, but the whole special was pro LGBTQ. The whole he referred to was. himself as a homophobic. Uh, He's comedian. saying that ironically because that's what they call him. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. saying it like seriously. Yeah. I am. He's saying yeah. that's what they call me. How funny is it that they call me this and I still say this? And if you think about it, 
He attacked mm. the most homophobic person based off of logic was the former vice president. Like he is saying, like, yo, he a closeted homosexual himself, and he like trying to pray the gay away kind of thing. Yeah, to me, to me, the whole special was mostly anti-Christian and pro-LGBTQ. In my opinion, that's what I got from it. So I, I don't got know if anti-racist any... or anti-white people more than anti-Christian, but that's me. I, I, okay, I, y'all, y'all put it to the test. I'm yeah, just saying. I got my... a lot of I got a lot of uh, racism toward the white white community. Put, put it to... I was just like, I was bothered by it. Watch, watch it with what I said in mind. I guarantee you, that's overall the impact of it. That's if if you're weighing it on a scale, the scale was not in favor of Christians and it was more in favor of them. This is just my opinion. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. You in the field with the track stars, running with the track stars. Track, tracking with the track stars in the track stars universe. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Stay on track with us. Y'all know what time it is. Ryan Righteous, DJ Jeremiah, Sean Tanner. Time it is. Y'all know what time it is. It's the field, boys. You in the field, boy. It's the field, boys. We in the field, boy. You tuned in and locked. Track stars. We beating on your block. Track stars. Yeah, yeah. I'm reppin' the most high king like mama I made it. Tracks are bringing the real, you love it to hate it. Laugh in line with the kingdom, the second of fate. What's happening? What's happening? This your man Brinson God Chases Entertainment. Buckle your seat belts for line for line. Vote Christian though. Yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, for all things Track Stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and download the app. All right. All right, y'all. This is the last line for line ever. Kyle Manning got to me, man. Um, <laughs> after reading his post today, he got to me. So I'll, I'll be doing DJ mixes from the 12 30 hour to the one o'clock hour. Fight the power, fight the power, sir. So he got to me. His 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 rise back, man. He got he got he got our what's the name hot right now. So I don't know. But anyway, okay. So um with that being said, this is a throwback. And it's a throwback because of my wife, honestly. Cause she um I I run stuff by Maya more than a lot of stuff um when I'm here at my house. And um she was like, When you gonna do that long for long? You gonna do that that long for because I give her ideas all the time. Um and she she's like and she'll bring it back up too. I'll be like, I'm doing this. She'll like, when you gonna do that one? So um today is really more dedicated to her. So and then also um um but then also um a couple of weeks ago, no, about a couple of weeks ago, I I did a track stars question of the day about Long for Line and what other styles of music that you wanted to see, and other people were naming some, and we had a voting thing and this came out as the number one thing to do besides hip hop. So, so this is R and B today. We're going back into the basics. So this is kind of a throwbackish type thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, and I would want to do this person actually helped Lon Falon get started. Honestly, so K Joe, Canton Ooh. Jones, K 
Kenton Jones oh. started, you know, when we started line for line with Kenton Jones, I can't do his counterpart because um, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that will go. <laughs> that <laughs> so I did crazy. the closest thing to it. Asha, Asha versus Kenton Jones, throwback, line for line. You should have did talk, it, man. You should have did well, it. R. Kelly, <laughs> you should have. That would have been crazy. I don't know Ryan's face today. Ryan is just. I know Ryan is not having it Ryan. today. <laughs> yeah, Ryan is Papa mad. Moore. He would have left the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan look like I want to leave now. What y'all doing? Um so let's 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 get it going, all right? So let's get it started, man. Views and opinions of the track star, track star, you first not the views and opinions of the artists I label producer others. If you're feeling finna, please press stop right now. If you're a person who listen to Christian artists, eat your cup of tea. We got react videos, topics, interviews. You can go check out. We're not in the copy of any battle formats. We've been doing this since the 2000. K Joe's not the official version of anybody. It's just a bit. All right, here we go. We're going to start off with Canton Jones first. My walk. Here we go. You threw me I, off. Normally, I, you play the mainstream artists first. I, I know. Like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> but I think KJ was um, legendary enough to go first. All right, so Kenton Jones, my wall versus Usher, my boothang. Here we go. Do you remember, girl? I was the one who gave you your first kiss. Because I remember, girl, I was the one who said, put your lips like this. Even before all the fame and people screaming your name. All right, that was my boo versus my walk. Which one y'all gonna pick, the Lord or the girl? <laughs> Good yeah. one. Good one. Uh, that was one of my favorite Canton Jones joints, so I'm gonna go Canton on that. K. Joe, Maya. I got um, I got Usher on that. Mm-hmm. Usher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Usher as well on that one. My boo. Um, I am going. I don't know what the gentleman picked on. Um, Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee. Yeah, no, I think he was just um, giving up the loop. Okay, that's what's up. Um, I will say, um, I'm. I give it to my walk. Uh, Joseph King got Kenton Jones. Hey, Joe. If you want, if you want your vote to count just like ours, super chat any amount doesn't matter what. And uh, it'll count like you're one of the panelists here. Yeah. So right now, KJ is up three to two. Let's see what the final score is for. We got somebody counting? Who's counting? I don't know. I did see. Um, Kenneth is here. I spoke Kenneth and um, Damo. 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 Usher online. All right. So that's a wash. Three, three. Okay. Okay. Three, three is a wash. Right, Somebody said it was going to be close. Oh, yeah, it's going to be close. All right, we're going to start off with Usher this time. OMG! Oh, my God. You make me want to say, 
Alright, that was Usher with OMG. This is Kjo. I can't help it. Here we go. What's going on in the chat? Chris? <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. That was I Can't Help It. K-Jo versus Usher OMG. Who y'all going with? Ryan. Yeah, I did not know Usher did OMG. Are you serious? I thought that was Will I Am. Okay. Well, he is um, on, he's on the record. That's his oh, record. Oh, good. Okay. All right. I don't feel crazy. I knew I saw a video before and I was like, no, that's not Usher. That's Will I Am. Okay, cool. Good to know. All right, um, I'm gonna go K Joe on that because that's like one of my favorite, favorite turn up songs by K Joe. K Joe, yeah, Maya. I got K Joe on that one too. Oh. Yeah, Maya. My wife has us. Come to the lighter side. Um, Whatever. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I had a commenting reaction to that song when it came out. I was like, the Lord's name in vain? What are we doing here? <laughs> Why? Oh my God. <laughs> He changed it to God. <laughs> what are we doing? Just just yelling it out now. Um, so, so I got can. I, I love that song. Um, I love that song. I can't help it. So I got Canton. Hey Joe, um, I can't help it. It's, it's just better. So I think it's better too. Honestly, yeah, it, 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 that song's just. Can got some anthems, bro. Like he is. He does. People just gotta put the respect on his name, bro. He got that. Well, it's four zero. So. It really doesn't matter unless people just start giving money a lot to Usher. I don't think it. <laughs> Can Jones right. online. Can Jones online. All right, Can Jones took that round. He gets on the board with Uno. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start off with um, Kjo this time. This is round three. Stay saved. Here we go. Let you bump me cause the city y'all and y'all probably gonna jump me and have me looking crazy and all in front of my company, man. I'm not gonna play the ball. Chilling is the right move. Let me think I got a choice to make. Go to jail, go to hell, or stay safe. Baby, put the mask on. I'ma stay safe. Ain't gonna start fussing. I'ma stay safe. Ain't gonna start cussing. I'ma stay safe. And even though I'm high as high, I'm gonna be. All right, that was Stay Saved by Canton Jones. This is You Got It Bad by Usher. With your clues, said you act like you're ready, but you don't really know. And everything in your past, you want to let it go. I've been there, done it, on the ground. After all that, this is what I found. Nobody wants to be alone. If you're touched by the words in the song, then maybe all right that was usher you got it bad k joe stay safe which one who y'all got ryan i'm gonna go usher on that one because you got a bad right now <laughs> maya uh, yeah pretty much i'm actually gonna go k joe on that one i i mean i love usher but that song never gripped me like some of his other ones so i'm gonna go k joe Okay, 
<clears throat> I had the same reaction to this uh, song here, but by Ken Jones. Um, so me and my, you know, Calvinist self, right? Uh, when this song came out, I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean stay sane? Yeah. Hold on one second. I remember you. Uh, yeah, I remember talking to Ryan. This is back, this is back in college. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Stay safe. First of all, okay. All right. All right. Once saved, always saved. Oh, okay. I remember it. Was, all right. This was a whole Bible study topic. <laughs> yeah, it was. I remember this was at Georgia Tech. Yep. In the car. A whole Bible study topic. Yep. And I'm sitting here like. Yep. yep. And, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. And I was like, wait a minute. What, what does he mean, stay saved? But you, you're saved. You're saved. If, if, if you can lose it, then you never had it. You know what I mean? I was going to talk it. So I was like, I, it distracted me enough to not like the song. So I'm going to go, Usher, you got it bad. Thank God Alfie came along. I still feel the same way today. This ain't no past. This that's that's facts. You hear me? That's yeah, facts. We spent hours in the car talking I'll about be, that. I'll, I'll do it again. Like, I'll do it again. Babe. Y'all want to come over and have a Bible study? We'll do it right now. All right. Babe, really? Written in the na- in the lamb book get of Noah. life. Go get Noah. <laughs> yeah, go get She's gonna Noah. have to catch it too. What do you think this is? <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> That's funny. You know what's funny is Noah's starting to pray now, right? So like she'll she'll be eating food yeah. and she'll be like, pray, pray. So like if we're eating, she'll be like, no, 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 pray, pray. And she she'll be like, I said it silently. <laughs> like, no, no, no. That's what I no, tell my kids. I said she'll it say, silently. Put it down, pray. <laughs> like she's serious. She is dead serious. Wow. Yes. Yes, Noah. Yeah. He is her grandfather's granddaughter. Yeah. Thou mm-hmm. shall lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I like stay safe, but I go. You got a bet. So that's three to two right now. Anything else changes? What's the final online? Because this can. <laughs> I said thank the Lord for Ryan. I listened to that three-hour conversation for you, Alfie. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> God she, bless she, you. She caught them too. <laughs> I always want to watch television, Sean. I, I this is serious, this guys. Is. This is serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's one-one. Going into round four, we're gonna start off with Usher, loving his club. Here we go. Ooh. I, <laughs> that was love in this club by Usher. This is Canton G-O-D. God is my joy and the strength of my life. He took away my pain and took away my strife and gave me a wife and gave me a life and gave me salvation and his son paid the price. And now I'm a grown man crying because I get choked up when I think about an innocent man dying. But because of that, I don't have to fry. So I serve G.O.D. to the dead that I fly. Say. Some call him Papa, some call him. G.O.D., Kajo, Usher, loving his club. Who y'all going with? Man, I got to go uh, um, Usher on that one. I didn't like G.O.D. 
You don't mm. like God? Wow. No, I didn't. I didn't like the hook <laughs> for some reason on that song. I just was not feeling the hook. Interesting. Interesting. Maya. Ditto. I go with Ush on that one. That's your baby. I see what Ryan's saying. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go Usher as well. Who who produced that? Polo, Polo the Don. Yeah, Polo was on the streak fall. at that point. He was on yeah, the streak yeah. right there. That, he caught one on that. So I got I got Usher. I am going with K Joe G O D. But I'm getting Jerry Lee. What's your vote? Are you voting? Or are you just donating? <laughs> He said, no, Maya. I don't know what he said no, Maya, about. <laughs> you don't like God? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. All right, what's, what's the vote looking like? Um, right now, Usher's winning alone. So, we need to know, okay, if you're going to donate, can you just say, for y'all, thank you. Or you got you to tell us. What, I, think, I think he's just donating, but... Okay. Um, it's very unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. That's, that's pre COVID. <laughs> Germs uh, existed before COVID. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <he> <laughs> All right. So that was 3 2 for Usher. Usher is on the board 2 to 1. All right. This is round five. We're going to start off with K Joe living clean. Trust in you, cause I know you will never fail. As soon as I get my money, I give you money first to show how much I love you. I'm much you really worth. You are the living water, make me obey my thirst. Shouting has been converted and given a new birth. Okay, we got a dispute. Right. We got a dispute. Yeah, we got a dispute. I'm I know where so Jeremiah Jerry Lee voted this. Kjo voted for Kjo. So it's so that wash. wash. Mm. It's wash. Oh, back mm. to one one. Wow, one, this one. is tight. This is tight. Tight. All right. So that was living clean by Kjo. This is yeah, I am by Usher. From the game she was singing in my ear, you would think that she knew me. Decided to cheat. Conversation got heavy. She had me feeling like she's ready. <laughs> Up front, when when um when uh Lil John said okay, Ryan started smiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's his era. Oh, That's his era, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Hearing, hearing hearing Lil John on the track is like hearing a, a R and B feature on a on a song. That's like it's like a song to me. It's a melody. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, definitely going usher on that one. Maya. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna go Ush though. That's a that's a classic. I have Usher as well. I have Usher as well. My life changed. You got a super chat for Ken Jones, DJ Deuce. I don't know. I like Living Clean. Living Clean used to be a yo. Good, could uh, uh could Ken oh. could could KJ have gotten in trouble for that? Uh, because it sounds so much like something. 
that Lil John would have produced. No, nah, I think King and Trouble sounded like something somebody would have done. I yeah. can't. I, oh, I mean, it just sounded would have done. It was like it was like one tick off from being the same melody, but that's I guess it's just me. <laughs> Dang, you hating it, though? <laughs> All right, I'm going to do something good for my hater today. Oh wow, jo- Joseph King, true. I think is Canton as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't want to use my toss up. Because I think the next round is going to be hard. Um, hmm. I go, uh, yeah. This next one? <laughs> Jeez. Usher, uh, Usher on. online. Usher. All right. So it's 2-1. I've never compared these two people in my head before, but this is this is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially later on. You know. So what's that? Uh, it's 2-1. Usher, Usher won even with the Ken Jones super chats. The two, yeah, they they, they were the only ones that voted too. Everybody here voted for Usher. Yeah, okay. All right, man, we're gonna start it off with Usher Confessions Part Two. Asking how I'm Mm. gonna tell you about that chick on Part One. I told y'all I was creeping with, creeping with. Said she's three months pregnant and she's keeping it. The first thing that came to mind was you. Second thing was how do I know if it's mine and is it true? Third thing was me wishing that I never did what I did. How I ain't ready for no kid and bye bye to a relationship. Confessions. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side she got one of the Mm. All right, confessions part two. Usher, this is K Joe, the password. Here we go. Confessions. Here we go. What are we doing? What y'all going with? Ryan. Man, that's an easy K Joe for me. K Joe. Maya. These are my confessions. I gotta go. (laughs) I gotta go with Usher. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, This is tough. Here's a name that's higher than yours, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) This is tough, guys. You gotta confess. To know Jesus. Yeah, you got to confess with your tongue and believe in your heart. Um, amen, amen. <laughs> uh, this is probably one of Usher's best songs, in my opinion. Confessions Part 2. Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs from him. So this is difficult. But Password, if you've ever seen this man do this live, <laughs> my goodness. I didn't know somebody could set an environment in a church like this. Yeah. This was... Mm-hmm. To me, this is above like what gospel can do, CCM can do. This man went there with that crowd was in worship, like completely. Yeah. I've never seen that before. So I'm going can. K Joe. I'm going canton on that. Ooh, wow, this is a hard one. This is a very hard one. I always do this like I didn't set this up, but it's a very hard one. Um I will say, oh man, 
This is a hard one. I'm gonna use my toss. I'm toss it up. <laughs> toss it up. Use my I, toss, man. I did not take into account the live show part. Just the song. I, I did it because of the song. <laughs> but good point. Oh, Kjo online. I mean, somebody. Sound script said Kjo. Super chat, Kenton Jones. All right, what is it gonna be? Let's What's see. it gonna be? Right now it's three one. Usher online though, it's three two. Mm. So wow. So the final is two two. Oh no. You know what that means. <laughs> Round seven. Official universe. universe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much uh for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate all of you guys. If you are in the official universe. We're about to do round seven to find out who wins this thing. Oh! 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 Oh, snap. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, that, well, that don't matter. That don't matter. In the, the clutch. Ah! No, it don't matter. The reason why I'm saying it don't matter because it's still 2-2 because he won that round. Oh, yeah. He won anyway. Okay. I he won was... that round anyway. You're right. Yes. You're right. You're right. Well, you're thanks right. for the money, Michelle. <laughs> 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 no, thank you. was like, I'm going to push that one over. <laughs> so so it is still a toss. It's still a toss. Um, and we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to find out in round seven on the official universe page. So go over there right now if you're part of the official universe. If you aren't, you can see all of the round sevens in the past are on there. So go sign up, trackstars.com forward slash official. Get your free t-shirt, and then you can watch all the round sevens you want. And in the in the official universe, everybody is the same. Everybody's vote yeah. counts exactly the same. No need for super chats or nothing. All right? Maya, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you, Maya. Can't wait to see the thank movie. You. I haven't even seen this. I shot the joint. I ain't even seen it. So I'm very excited <laughs> to see it. Done. Um, so yeah, so very proud of you guys. Go support whenever they release information on how to watch it, watch it, man. It's it's the 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 storyline is amazing. The effort that went into it is amazing. Thank you guys for what you guys are doing. Yeah, man. Thank, Thank you. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all, Track Stars Universe. Love y'all. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field. Oh, Ryan, didn't you have something else? No, I said it already. Oh, okay, good, good. All right, you in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now, I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go.